Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hey guys, Rod here at A Better Way to Farm talking to you. It is exciting to have you tune in to this week's episode. We appreciate you very much for listening, and as always, we would ask if you find value, we would ask that you share it with a friend. If you happen to be following us on a platform that allows you to give us a rating, we would muchly appreciate if you would do that also. I hope this day finds you doing well. Another beautiful day here in southeast Iowa. We are cutting hay and baling hay and getting all that taken care of here for the last time and getting it wrapped up, and I hope at your house that you are doing the same, getting things ready for fall. So I wanted to visit with you. I have alluded to this several times, but it's time for me to talk about input strategies for 2022. And I think that it's going to be really important that we pay attention here. Let me give a little background on everything, and then we'll get into some ideas. One of the things I'm going to talk about is a clause in a contract called force majeure. Force majeure actually means that something has drastically changed, and the guy who you have the contract with has the legal right to change the contract. In other words, he doesn't have to honor the prices that he gave you. I had a friend down south here a few years ago, the last time corn got really high and nitrogen went through the roof. This individual had actually already paid for his 28%. And then he took delivery in the spring. He paid in the fall, he took delivery in the spring, and then they sent him a bill and they invoked this force majeure. And they said that he had to pay a much higher price for his 28%. And it went to court and my friend lost. He actually had to write them the check because of this clause. You know, we're getting news every day of something new and something exciting. We're going to quit bringing potassium in out of Belarus. We've had a hurricane in the Gulf, and one of my friends out in Nebraska, actually two of my friends out in Nebraska, have sent me letters showing me where it has force majeure in it. Their suppliers for nitrogen are already saying the hurricane has cut production down in the Gulf, and therefore we're going to invoke force majeure, and any prices that we have will not be honored. It's going to be higher. I have some very definite opinions on those, and it can kind of get over into the political thing, but suffice it to say, I don't think this is very cool. I don't think those plants down there are going to be down very long. I think that this is the, uh, using the old adage, never let a good crisis go to waste. And so consequently, we're seeing a lot of things here. And on top of everything else, I saw where one of the, a couple of the uh, big potash companies have sued because they feel like we're getting illegal tariff or not enough tariffs on fertilizer coming in and therefore it's unfair competition because there's been foreign fertilizer being come into the United States and that has artificially deflated the price. Now I don't think that we can anybody here can disagree with me. I don't feel like the price of potassium is artificially deflated. Had a guy yesterday tell me it's already to six hundred bucks a ton where he's at and he's expecting it to go to over seven hundred dollars a ton very quickly. We have a lot of guys calling and they're saying, hey, we're pricing fertilizer and they're telling us that this price is guaranteed for two days. You got 48 hours to make up your mind and then you got to come back and get another quote. And so we know that we're seeing consistent price increases. We ourselves on our starter fertilizer, we haven't had a price increase in months, like 15 months, I think. But we know that sometime in the month of September, we're going to have to take a 10 to 15% 
price increase, and that will not be the last one this year. We know that we're seeing all kinds of inputs. The price of those is taking off like a rocket ship, and it's for a lot of reasons. You know, there are some things with storms. There are some things with imports, but mostly we're just utilizing a good crisis. So what do we want to do? How do we strategize for this? How do we make it the best for us? You guys know that a better way to farm, we believe the adage very strongly that everything in agriculture that happens is good for somebody, but we believe it has to be good for you. We believe that it has to be good for the end user. That's the only way that it will work. That's the only thing that's truly sustainable. It's the only thing that we want to do. So I say all of that, and I lay this background down just to talk to you guys a little bit about what do you want to do to put yourself in the best position? Well, first of all, I know nobody likes buying inputs previous to getting this crop out. I don't want to spend money on a crop for 2022 when I haven't even harvested 2021. I get that. And some of us may not be in a position where we can. We may have to harvest before we can purchase anything. And I totally understand that and I appreciate it. But I'm going to give you the best scenario and I'm going to give you a backup scenario and then we'll go from there. Because I believe that this is going to be a year where it's going to be by far in your best interest to get everything purchased as quickly as you can and anything that you can physically take delivery of, do it. I got a friend named Brad up in Northern Iowa and today Brad's purchasing everything he needs for 2022 and he's shipping it to his shop and he's putting it in there. And I said, Brad, that's that's cool and I appreciate that. He goes, Rod, there's going to be a lot of people cold in the bag in the spring. They're not going to be able to get things. You know, this year there were people who couldn't get Roundup. There were people who couldn't get other chemicals. There were people who couldn't get certain fertilizers because they waited. And I don't suspect that we're going to see things get a lot better. I did hear yesterday that they're going to discontinue the extra $300 incentive to stay home. I'm hoping that helps. I'm hoping people go back to work. I'm hoping we can start buying the raw materials that we need to do what we need to do in a much easier fashion. But the fact of the matter is, as it stands right now, supply chains are stretched thin. American business, for years and years and years, they developed this new phrase called just-in-time manufacturing. Their goal was to build it and then the day you needed it and ship it that day. Well, for a while, that kind of worked. I never was a fan. I always called it not just in time because invariably, if I wait till the last minute and then anything goes wrong, some guy doesn't show up to do his job, some machine breaks down, and all of a sudden I'm in trouble. We're much more of the let's go ahead and get the combine ready in August and not wait until October kind of people. And I know you guys are too. And I respect that because if you're in agriculture, you have to be prepared all the time. You can't be working from behind the eight ball. And so consequently, what we want to do here is we want to be realistic. You know, obviously life isn't that difficult. We just got to figure out how it works and get on the right side of it. But we have to accept reality as it is, not as we want to see it. And the reality that we have right now is we're in a very inflationary cycle and it's on everything. And the next thing, the reality is typically, historically, When we get into a heavy inflationary cycle, the next thing we do is we get into a much higher interest cycle. So there are some other advantages that we may not be thinking about by purchasing now. If we go ahead and purchase now, for instance, with us, you can lock in a farm plan rate of 1% under prime. Now, the deal there is, of course, prime can change. But if you're working with your bank and you're financing it that way, 
you can lock in an interest rate for the whole growing season. And there may be some real value in that based on history. We know that if we will go ahead and purchase it and we will go ahead and take delivery, then what we do is we control our own fate. And guys, I want to encourage you, this is the year to do that. And I'm not talking about just the stuff that you're going to get from us. A lot of you aren't working with us yet. We understand that. We hope to be in the very near future. But no matter what it is that you're doing, let me encourage you to go ahead and get as much stuff as works for you in your shop building, in your storage building, on your farm, because that's going to let you control your destiny in the spring, not someone else jerking your chain. Some people say, well, I normally don't sell crops. You know, I normally I take my crop out and then I sell them next year and I put the, the income into the next year taxes. I get that. But if you sell enough crops to cover the expenses, that's a zero sum game and it's a wash. So whatever happens, I want to highly encourage you. Sometimes the fact that this is the way we've always done it isn't really the best idea. Maybe we did always wait and sell our grain in January. I get that. And then we made our purchases shortly thereafter. I realize there may be a little bit of price differential, although right now the spread is not that much and the market seems kind of volatile. I don't know if it's going to go up or go down. I, I do not. You know, I'm not your marketing guru. I am your guy who tries to help you on the input side. I do know that we've got in our lifetime, we've sold a lot more corn for under three than we have over six. You might let that be kind of a guiding light as you're thinking about what you're going to do. So guys, I would encourage you that strategy number one is this. If you are in a position that you can go ahead and purchase right now, most of the companies are offering significant discounts and you're going to beat the price increases that are coming. There is no question they're coming. With us, our micronutrients right now, we're offering about a 20% discount off of normal price. We have been told that we can expect that that discount will go away every year as it does in January. We'll lose that. It'll be gradual. We'll start losing 2% every so often until it's gone. And then about January, February, not only are we going to have the discounts lost, we know that we're looking at 15 to 20% increases in price just based on what our suppliers are telling us. They're already forewarning us, this is what's going to happen. This is how this is going to play out. You've got to be aware. And so I just want you guys, I don't think our company is unique. I don't think our suppliers are the only ones that are doing this. We may be the only ones that are talking about it, but we are trying to bring you value and trying to bring you the ability to help make you a good decision. So strategy number one, if you can, purchase it right now. If at all possible, take delivery. Strategy number two, you have to wait until you sell your corn or your beans. Then go ahead. I really want to encourage you to sell enough to cover your inputs because while you might get 5% more for those beans in March than you can get right now, your inputs may be 25 or 30% higher. Therefore, selling your beans at a 5% less price, only enough to cover your inputs, and all of a sudden, instead of getting an extra 5%, you're losing 15 because we sat around and we watched everything go up in price. Guys, this is not a fun conversation. I've tried to think through how I was going to say this, and I'm not a person who does gloom and doom. I am not. We are very optimistic about the future, but that doesn't mean we don't have to be business people. That doesn't mean that we do not have to think this through. And I want to encourage you guys to give serious thought what is the best way to do this? What is the best thing for you? I don't care what's best for us. I don't care what's best for any 
of your suppliers. I care about what's best for you. By the way, this might be a year to consider doing something different. Maybe this is the year to do the soil testing. Maybe this is the year to only put on what the soil test calls for. Maybe this is the year to not do a lot of luxury application. Maybe this is the year to fix our limiting factor and not just go out and do a whole bunch of blow and go. Guys, we love working with you. Um, We love what we do. And if we can be of value, please reach out to us. Several guys have reached out just over the weekend here, over the Labor Day weekend. They called or they texted. And we're looking forward to working with a bunch of new clients this year. And we appreciate all of you guys. I know there's a bunch of you who are with us and have been with us for a long time. And we appreciate that. But guys, if we can be of value, get us a message. 641-919-1206. Text us. Same number. Call us. Or get on our Facebook page. And please give us a message there. Whatever it is we can do to help, that's what we want to do. Again, if you're catching this on a platform that allows a rating, please give us a rating. We would sincerely appreciate that. If you find value in what we do, could you please go ahead and just share it with a friend? Because we look forward to helping as many people as we possibly can. I want to thank you for tuning in. It's always exciting to get a chance to be a little bitty part of your day. And I hope you really are having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.